This holiday season, make your home shine with Richie Holiday Lights. From enchanting residential displays to jaw-dropping commercial lighting, we've got you covered. And here's the best part. For a limited time, enjoy 25% off on all our custom Christmas lights by mentioning no block, no rock. Transform your home into a winter wonderland with Richie Holiday Lights. We handle everything from design to installation, so you can sit back and enjoy the magic of the season. Don't wait. The holidays are just around the corner. Book your Richie Holiday Lights experience today. Richie Holiday Lights, lighting up your holidays one bulb at a time. Short-term rental hosts, are you tired of spending your precious time doing laundry, restocking supplies, and cleaning up after guests? Look no further than B&B Maids of Omaha your local heroes for short-term rental cleaning. Their team of skilled professionals is dedicated to turning over your short-term rental, making it spotless for your next guests and ensuring an inviting and welcoming space. Whether you're a busy Airbnb host or managing multiple properties, B&B Maids of Omaha is here to make your life easier and your guests stays unforgettable. They pride themselves on reliability, trustworthiness, and attention to detail. B&B Maids of Omaha is your key to more bookings and five-star reviews. Ready to regain your time and boost your rental success? Visit bnbmaidsofomaha.com today to learn more and get started. Welcome to NBNR, the authority on unfiltered opinions and authentic player insight for Nebraska athletics. Connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and at nbnrpodcast.com. We have a saying, no blog, no rock. You know, we just really love Hunter. He's a junkyard dog. Kenny Bell ran up to me. He's like, you know what you just... What, you just did? You get mad. Would you go get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Hey, <laughs> got it, Muhammad. GBR. Go Big Red indeed. No block, no rock. Season four, episode 12, I think. Yep. Okay. Talking Nebraska football, talking Sparty, talking refs, talking Maryland, talking... Alante Brown revenge game. God. Anyway, we'll get into that. Oh. You guys, we are in the Nebraska Brewing Company tap room, 108th and Harrison in La Vista, Nebraska. Guys, let's talk about what we are drinking. I will start. I'm going with, I'm kind of turning into Connor over here. I was just about to make that Again? joke. Again? Yeah. Pickle fight. Again? Dude, I'm, it's a good beer. Like, come on. Can you blame him? Dude. What's wrong? Gosh. You okay? We, are you are you are you, you uh, need, you need triggered? To change, you need to change things up because that Why? game on Saturday was ass. <laughs> that, that was a rock um, fight, not a deep, pickle fight. Deep fried ass, if you will. One hundred percent. Mike, what are you drinking? I am drinking the Eos Hefeweizen. It is uh, the best beer on tap here at Nebraska Brewing Company. Mm. I, I haven't had it in probably like a month. I, I've been sticking with good game. Uh, I had cold beer one week. Like I've been changing. Oh, I think I had a peach around last week. So yeah, yeah. I, a, I've been changing. What? Is there a reason you're not drinking a good game today? Yeah, because that game was ass. <laughs> did, did I, did I, not, I, I need to reiterate that that game was ass. So no, they don't deserve me drinking my favorite beer. Well, they deserve me drinking my favorite beer on tap now. So we need we need to change it up, get some good vibes going. So I drank my favorite beer. KB, what you got? I also am drinking the Eos Hefeweizen. I wanted the Tacorbeza. Uh, but, uh, you know, 
hasn't been refreshed yeah, in the, a minute. The keg yeah. was dead, but it'll be back. Don't yeah, worry. It'll it's be not back. going anywhere. Yes, yeah. that beer is always on tap. Connor. Except today. I know, dude. What are you don't, drinking? Don't sound so sad. Anyway. Don't sound so sad. Talk about a changeup that we need. We I need, we need a changeup. We should have flushed everything. We all should have drank beers we've never had in our lives. Mm. Hey, when we come back from break... Let's do it. Okay. Everybody mix it up. We're all going to have a different beer. We should all have Moabs. No, I don't want that because I got to be able to drive. I got to drive him. Yeah. You but, said something different. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I am bad. drinking the Pilsner. You guys know. <laughs> yeah, you guys will get an episode from the from the uh, drunk tank if we all get a Moab. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Live oh. show from Douglas County Corrections. <laughs> 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 all right, guys. Come to the Nebraska Brewing Company Tap Room. 108th and Harrison Levis in Nebraska, 68128. And before we get too deep into this, guys, if you are listening, if you are watching, go to at NBNR Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook. We are on there. Go to Spotify. Go to Apple Podcasts. We are there. Give us a five-star review. We would really appreciate it. All right, guys. 20 to 17. Nebraska takes the L in East Lansing. Just, Mike, get into the refs. Okay. We just decided... Rip the Band-Aid off. Let's, let's just uh, rip the Band-Aid off. Uh, it's, as far as officiating, replay, all that stuff, let's just get it off our chest now. Just start the episode so that we, we can actually dive into football stuff after that because we put a, we put a tweet out after the game, and I thought, it, I thought it spoke exactly what happened in this game. The refs did not cost us the football game on Saturday. Correct. Okay. Let's, get that, let's get that off, off our chest on the table right now. Mm. The refs did not cost us the football game on Saturday. But, no. but <laughs> they were dog shit. Yeah. The yes. refs were dog shit. They were bad. Replay. What is replay, guys? What is it? What, what's the fucking point? What's the point of replay it's, if we use it and the result is not correct? It is just theater, apparently. Like, we're, we're going to go over and take a look at it, but, you know, we're still going to make a really dog shit call. Well, and, like, how much evidence do you have to have to overturn a call? Like, like a ball sitting on the ground? It's indisputable, but I, like, I actually watched the game for the first time today. I was in Chicago all weekend, so I didn't get to watch it while I was working. I did watch it today, and there is no, like, I don't know how you don't see that ball on the ground. I don't know how you don't get the pass interference call. Half the ball was laying on the ground yeah. when, he, when, when he came down. His, his hand was not underneath it at all. And when, every time, and I, I said this, we, were, we watched, the bar, or watched the game at Herdat Sports Bar in La Vista. Mm-hmm. And I said, every time they bring fucking Dean Blandino on the screen, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's always the opposite. <laughs> and Dean, Dean comes on the screen. Hey, guys, the ball hit the ground. It's going to be an incomplete pass. Well, Dean, that's not the case. I don't blame yeah. Dean for that. No, I can't blame well, Dean. Dean I, I blame, right. I blame uh, what's his bucket? Uh, fuck, what was his name? What's the ref that just loves oh, the, man, the spotlight? What was his name? <laughs> we called him all day. Well, I don't know. I just, look, you watch that. We're talking about the, the touchdown by Sparty where the guy didn't even have, he didn't even, like, I can see like the ref making the initial call on the field. Sure. Fine. But you go to replay. It's you're looking at it. Well, it's what on the you, ground. What the are you doing? The ball is on the ground. Like, the ball was like half of it. I don't know. You guys are watching. The tip of the football was on the ground. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know. Don't, don't get it twisted. I understand it's two separate leagues. 
But do I dare bring up the name Des Bryant? Like, no, I, that's it, not even close to that. It's fairly similar. No, this is like you got to maintain possession. Dez caught the, ground. the damn ball. Dez caught the ball. Well, actually, technically, he didn't. Dez at least maintained possession of the ball and then did the stupid thing where he set it down. And yeah, whatever. This guy never caught the ball. It. And he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. And even and rule even said as much today. Like, yes, he look, went to we, bat. We all know what happened. We all know that was not a touchdown, and he said so unequivocally in his press conference today. And we all agree. And like. No pass interference on Malachi Jesus. Coleman. Which and is he, wild. And Rule said again today, like, look, we all know that was pass interference. And he didn't even question it. Like, yeah, we think. No, it was. It was. Everybody knows. Dude, that's pass interference at fucking Pee Wee football, uh, Alliance football. It's the yeah. kid's first game, and the refs are like, hey, we still have to call us so they can learn. Yeah. And it doesn't get called and in they, D1 football. Incredible. But like, Besides all that, Nebraska still had a chance to win the game. And this is the part that pissed me off more than any of those plays. And those ones all pissed me off. <laughs> Believe me, I was screaming in the bar. But making a scene. The end of the game, we get a chance. We have no timeouts. Yeah. First completion down the field. Malachi catches the ball. And 11 yards. 11 yards. First down. It should have been a first down. The clock would stop. So they changed the rule just for people that are listening. They changed the rule. But inside two minutes, it's back to old school college football rules. The clock stops when you get a first down until they place the ball back down. Mm. They never stopped the clock. They moved the chains. Yeah, they started moving. They, the, the graphics on TV showed a first and 10. Yeah, they moved the chains, but then said it was second and one. They didn't even stop it to see it, if he got the first down, which he did. Yep. And then they also didn't just stop it to check to see how close he was. Because even if it was second and one, they could have stopped it for like chain gang, see how close, you know, all of that didn't happen. Yep. Unbelievable. And then you get into the later part of the game. Same drive. Same drive. Wasn't it like the next play? No, it was like two, <laughs> plays, two, later. two plays later. <laughs> two plays later, <laughs> yeah. Harburg goes back to pass mm. and throws a questionable, they say it's a fumble, didn't even look at it. Didn't look at it. Didn't look at it at right. all. Like, we, we just guess. Now, we just Which, guess on, like, empty hands. His hand was moving forward. It was 150% an incomplete pass. I don't even care if it wasn't an incomplete pass. You still have to stop the game to look at the play. Right. So, that was one of the things, again, I told Mike, I didn't get to watch the game live, but the first thing I did when I got home that night was go through Twitter. Um, and a lot of people were saying, you know, at this time in the game, you have to, you know, stop the game and take a look at it. And I disagree with that. I think no matter what point in the game you're at, you need to stop and take a look. I mean, sure, that was in crunch time. Like, it's a big time to make a bad call. But, like, when, when you see that, like, his arm is clearly coming forward. Yeah, it's, it's clearly, just... You, you got to go back and take a look at it. Because, again, we said officiating doesn't cost games. We got outplayed. Yeah, 100%. Back to my original statement. Yeah. The refs did not cost us the game. You know what cost us the game? Our offense had no no pulse at all, and our defense did not show up like they have every week. It was a different defense on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just one last point on the officiating, at least from my side. You've got two teams that are, like, historically bad on offense, right? Yeah. The officials are the ones that facilitate the game. So it does not matter how bad the offenses are. Neither one of those sides had a fair shot in that game. Okay. Yeah. Michigan state was penalized. What? Six, seven times in the first half, seven times for seven, which yards we could not game. capitalize on because of the terrible field position that we kept playing in. Yep. So 
And we had zero penalties. Zero penalties. Zero. You yeah, think there you go. If we yeah. would ask, if I could ask any of you guys at the beginning of the season, any game that we have zero penalties, what's going to happen? What's the result? We're going to win. win yeah. Right? Honestly, I would have laughed at you because I've I wouldn't think that I've never seen a game where Nebraska had zero penalties. I don't, I've never seen it. Yeah. And we lost. Yeah. Well, no, Mike, we didn't just lose. We lost to Michigan State. A two-win team, now they, three-win Michigan team. Michigan State is not a good team. They're not a good team. Okay, they're just not. You can, you know, okay, look, for the refs in that last drive, you know, I'm sure their, their thought process was we can't, we can't become too big and too, you know, much part of this game, so Bullshit. we can't stop they, it. They're part they're of like, it. All game. They were, they were big all game. Uh, it's just, it was, it's a freaking mess. Every it was a mess. quarter matters. I yeah. love when every second matters. So my my like when you look back at the officiating, my favorite part was the blatant face mask. Oh my! That God. was not called. There was nobody within five yards of that play, and the the referee standing right behind it, watching everything. And Harvard. blatant, blatant. Then Hart, he's he's looking for it right, and then like two he plays. Said, no, no. The ref worded back to him. He said he didn't grab it. Yeah, his head is turned his all the way across got turned, his body. Not Eric Crouch, Kansas State esque, but right. pretty damn close. Like yeah. it was. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. But then I love like two plays later that like bang, bang, Heinrich Harburg slides and the linebacker, you know, clips the top of him. They call it uh, like roughing the passer, unnecessary roughness or something like that. But that flag came from the guy that didn't call the face mask. It didn't come from the ump that's standing right there. It came from all the way in the backfield. This dude chucked a flag 15 (laughs) yards over there. Like just make it make sense. Like why I... Well, he clearly knew he missed something, and that play there, like nobody, no other referee on the on the field, the guy, especially the guy standing right there, thought it was a flag. But the guy way back here who just blew a face mask call, he throws the flag. Like it's just stupid. Well, so I mean, you're throwing a flag, fifteen yards, twenty yards. Yeah. My question is, does he have any eligibility? Yeah. We're looking for guys who can throw. <laughs> like people will say, you know, it's tough being a Big Ten ref or just a ref in general. And oh yeah, it's like you you see these guys. Mike, you forget his name, the head ref who's making the calls. It's just you have these freaking geriatric. His name was Jerry. No, no it wasn't. Yes, it was. Okay, well, geriatric his, Jerry. He was, his name was fucking Jerry. 60-year-old men trying to keep up with Division One athletes who all run 4-4s. Four it's just you're going to have these shitty outcomes. It's just these old guys trying to keep up, and they can't. Well, don't you love the, that? It's was, annoying. We talked about it at the Herd at Sports Bar. When they said the call stands. Yeah, he, he was like, he, and oh, the call, call. call on the field stands. Stands. Like, yes, yeah, look here for me, guys. Come yeah. on. There's literally three seconds of silence just, and everyone going, <laughs> yeah, like, like, stop you. It's not uh, about you. It's not about you. But that's you what that's he him, wanted. Like, questioning his decision. Okay. Like, am I going to get murdered for saying this? No. <sighs> He's in East Lansing, baby. Okay. <sighs> so. I think the elephant in the room, I guess, besides the refs, is quarterback play. Um, everything that had went wrong previously in all those other games, we, I don't want to say overlooked, because we never overlooked them. We always acknowledge them. We always, week to week, we even ask ourselves, should Heinrich Harbor continue to be the starter, even though they are winning games? However, they're winning. Why upset the apple cart? Keep it rolling, right? Yep. Everything that went wrong before, it did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Did the same exact thing this past Saturday. Uh, you got hand, you got caught with your hand in the cookie jar. Chickens came home to roost. All those things. It finally came back and bit them in the ass. 
Um, which then leads to a lot of people to ask, should Heinrich Harbour continue to be the starter? You guys, what do you think? Let's start on that side of the table. <laughs> because oh, gosh. these two are the <laughs> biggest Harburg defenders, and with, with reason. Jared's been defending him. Kind of. Yeah. Don't upset the apple cart. It was yeah. my... Yeah. 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 Kyle, do you want to go first yeah. here? But, sure. I just start on that side of the table. I'm not saying you guys are wrong. I was yeah. the only one that was just like, maybe we give Justin this shot. And right. then last week, I was like, hell fucking no, let's never do that again. Right. But now I, I want to know how you guys feel about it, because... You were like the, the bigger defenders of the, of the Harburg train. Does it continue? Yeah. Uh, yes. Look, he's still five and two. He four, four and two, right? Five and two. No, he's been at the helm of every win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he is five yeah. and two. Yeah. Five and two. Uh, we, I don't think that we've seen the, like the yips in the pocket that we saw on Saturday. Prior to the, prior to Saturday, I didn't feel like when things started to crash around him, he was like freaking out and just kind of like freezing. He did that on Saturday, yeah. And he he really hasn't been like missing wide receivers by 10, 15 yards the previous games prior to Saturday. It's been kind of like you know he's thrown into like contested balls or you know wide receivers and I don't know. I think I don't know what it was about. This was his first. Power five road game. No, Illinois was. Oh, Illinois. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And he and he played okay in that game. Yeah. Did enough to win. Yeah. So I don't know. He's still five and two. He does have the turnovers, though. And that's been my biggest that was my biggest judgment about right. Jeff Sims. So like I don't have a whole lot to stand on. Yeah. I really don't. But I just you, go back to gut, he's, he's five and two. Says, yeah, like yeah, just keep just keep it going. Yeah. So uh Mike, I talked to you with this or about this just a little bit before the show. Is watching Harburg pass. If he's an inch high, he's a mile high. Mm-hmm. And when that's a mile high, like, it's just in no man's land. It's straight to a defender, and that's obviously really frustrating. Fumble trouble is still continued. Um, obviously, we've seen that with Sims, too. I, uh, I do think Harburg will continue to start, um, and I'm still, like, 70% on board with that decision because I, I just don't know... Like, I, we don't know what we could get out of Cheba. Uh, Cheba is, you know, something we could test out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think Harburg will continue to start, for better or for worse. Uh, unfortunately, I think Sims is just out of the question for me. Like, yeah. I, I can't get on board with that. It's really difficult because what Heinrich Harburg did on Saturday, uh, Jeff Sims did at Colorado. Exactly. Yeah. The exact same game. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Damn near. Yep. I didn't even think about that. Like, literally, like, like the identical game. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Jared, let's go to you and then... I want to, yeah, go ahead. What do you think? What do you think should happen? Okay. What do I think should happen? Well, should and will. I think should and will is the same. I think uh, stick with Heinrich, right? Okay. Saying that, (laughs) he sucks. Like, it's, there's no, I don't need to say, but like, he's just not. And look, it's not even his fault. Like, dude, he was lining up at tight end. In Minneapolis, he no development. Pass. You know, he sucks. He's not a good quarterback. He he's is a, a he's glor- good athlete. He's a glorified service academy quarterback. That's- and, uh, you know, it doesn't help that <sighs> there were at least, at least 28 pass attempts. And that's, that's not counting the, what, seven, how many sacks? So 35 dropbacks. Inexcusable. Marcus Satterfield, inexcusable. Yeah, play calling did not help your 
not true natural passing quarterback at all. Like, if, if you rewatch this game, there was probably, uh, what, three really nice passes that Heinrich Harburg made. Yeah, yeah and but, one was dropped. But these are basic quarterback things. Like, that's what you're supposed to do as a Power 5 quarterback is make those basic throws, which he did. Like, three times. The other ones, you, listen, just like the basic pocket presence, pocket awareness... It's really hard to watch him. It's hard. It's difficult. It hurts my eyes. My question... But, I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, like, we, we tried Sims for a possession last week. Can't go back to Sims. There's, mm-hmm. He just doesn't have it. Mm-hmm. Every play that he table. touched the ball was broken. Yes. Off the table. 100%. Per, uh, Purdy. Uh, he's still third string despite all this shit. Yeah. Still behind Harburg. Still behind Sims. We don't see the practices. The only thing I can do is trust these coaches that Purdy isn't it. Yeah. So you stick with Harburg. Harburg sucks. You just hope for the best at this point. And you don't ask him to throw 35 times in a freaking game. Please. Yeah. God. And my, so my question on that um, before we get to Mike is during the pregame show, you said something like, hey, do what you do best. And that's running the ball. And do you think there was like, do you think the kind of the talk before the game kind of got into the the game plan a little bit? Oh, Michigan State's got one of the worst passing defenses in the country. And oh, like we, we can definitely throw against these guys because they kind of sold their soul to the devil to like the, the outside noise, I think. I mean, it's hard to think different, believe yeah. differently. Yeah. Right. And we even said before the show in our uh, pregame show. Michigan State sucks at pass defense. That doesn't mean that you're good at pass offense all of a yeah, sudden. Correct. You yeah. suck at passing. So, you still suck. Uh, quick stat that made me very sad and kind of weirdly excited um, that I heard during that game, it's after Harburg's touchdown, is that Harburg is our leading touchdown rusher. Mm-hmm. That should not be the case. We said that going it's into the season. We should, not ideal. That should not be the case. Given... The running back situation, though, and now playing a guy that didn't play the first four games yeah. or whatever. I, I get well, it. And, and we'll get, get into it. running backs later. Yeah. Mike, Mike, what is yeah, your... Yeah, Mike, what's your yeah. quarterback? Okay, so what is going to happen is that Matt Rule today in his press conference said that he is preparing Harburg to be the guy, not only for now, but for the future. So he has to be quarterback one at Nebraska, and that takes in a lot of heat, which is true. Yeah. He's not wrong. You live in the fishbowl. When you're the quarterback one at Nebraska, you have to be wired differently. And I do think Heinrich Harburg mentally can handle that. I really do. I think a kid from Kearney, Nebraska, can handle the pressure of being the quarterback at Nebraska. With that being said, should he be the quarterback moving forward? Here's my question to you guys. If Heinrich Harburg has a couple... Drives where we have no points again. Like, what does like does it hurt to give Chuba a drive to see what happens? Because we're not getting points anyways. If Chuba lights a spark on this team, why not give him a chance? And I understand Matt Rule today said that Chuba's not getting into the one reps, which worries me a lot because if that's the case, that means that Jeff is still quarterback too. Yeah, and we know quarterback we, room sucks. So and bad. we know what we have. <laughs> they suck. And Kyle, you brought this stat up. Like a, maybe like a month ago, about the teams that Chuba had to play against last year, mm-hmm. and yes, we saw Chuba struggle a little bit last season, but he was given top ten defenses when he had to play. Mm-hmm. Maryland's not a top ten defense, guys. He's a guy that like if Harburg struggles again, if he airmails another freaking pass that's 
instead of one inch, it's a mile high. It's going, you know, into the other team's hands again. I just don't understand how you cannot give him an opportunity. He was a top, top 10 dual, dual quarterback coming out of high school. Yeah. And he is the passer of the bunch. And if you're trying to run a pro style offense, which I think this team eventually wants to do is be that Iowa type offense. Yeah. You need a quarterback and just be a game manager. Just not turn the ball over, make elementary throws. That's it. <laughs> I, so, I feel like Chubba, we have to at least let it, let him try. I was yelling for Jack Wochi. Yes, you were. I was. I know. I know you are. I'm fully aware of that. So I know. I do think Harburg will start Saturday yeah. at home where mm-hmm. his fans are going to be rooting for him. So hopefully that helps. We will all be rooting for him. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's not like I'm not going to root for Hunter Harburg. <laughs> but on the flip side, like if he struggles again and you're down against a team that I seriously think you are better than, like I do think you're better than Maryland. I do. <laughs> then you need to t- make a change. I don't care about his psyche. He'll figure it out. He can play tight end next year. So two parts of it. One, I think Maryland is super streaky. They can get super hot or they can be super cold. So I don't really know how to, you know, compare Nebraska to Maryland right now. Mm. Um, but you said, you know, what's the harm in giving Chubb a one drive? And I, I don't like that mentality because I think one drive isn't really indicative of what a QB can do. It's just not a large enough sample size. So if you're going to play Chubba, you got to play Chubba. Like you got to give him at least two, maybe three drives. One drive, like the kid could go out and just throw a bomb, put it in there and we score. And then everyone's like, he gets pulled and everyone's screaming about like, why are we not starting this kid? Mm. Or he goes out there and, you know, just has a bad play, bad pass, throws a pick. And everyone's like, yeah, bench his ass again. But potentially he's a lot better than that. So I think one drive just really isn't enough, especially with how short Nebraska offensive drives can be. I, I 100%, but I just, I think there needs to be a spark that there has to be in it rule. If he's consistent and this guy has been consistent all year, he is true to what he says out loud to the public, which is crazy because last staff did not do that at all. They kept everything under the vest. Then he says he is confident in all three guys. If that is the case, let's see the third one. Yeah. If Harburg <laughs> continues to struggle, there is some comments in the chat. I do want to jump <laughs> Please, in those a little yeah. bit. First off, I was right. It is Jerry. Jerry was the head referee at Michigan State. So there's Jerry, that. Geriatric Jerry. Yeah, so Jerry, you guys go ahead Jerry. and Google Jerry McGinn. Uh, you can write on some... Uh, some no, no, you stop that. Don't, don't do that, don't do that. Um, I'm sure he's a nice person. Sure, he's just we not got a, good a ref. A nice comment, uh, loves the show. That'd Kyle cool. said that... Uh, let's see here, we'll go to Kyle's quarterback comment because we already, we're done with the fish. What did Kyle Ross say? He said, Heinrich Harburg has earned... To keep the starting job, no need to change the quarterback now. I mean, that's where the, that's where my like five and two point comes from. Yeah, you know, you you like you can't. I think, in, in my opinion, it's if you've got somebody that's won you five games, and then they have. This has truly been the one like really bad game by Heinrich Harburg. I mean, am I am I wrong? You have you I have you have the I, Michigan loss. I disagree a little bit because I think this is. The same, like Harburg played the same way he's been playing, but the defense just didn't didn't do what they have been doing. The defense has been like balling the fuck out, making plays, block field goals, block you know all this stuff. They're they were they were hiding some of the stuff that Harburg was doing. Like we were talking about it statistically, it's like Harburg still completing fifty percent of his passes. That's that's what he was doing. That's what he did Saturday. Right, I mean, it's the same but, thing. But you you talk about the eye test a lot. 
And the eye test for me on Saturday, it was a bad day for Heiner Carberg. Yeah, Just the yeah. looks of everything. He drops back. There was at least one. I mean, I remember one play where there's no one near him. The pocket is going around perfect. him. He's got perfect protection. Yep. But he, like, suddenly he sees those guys go past him, and he's like, oh, God. He, like, freezes up. He runs yeah, right into runs a defender, forward, yeah. and he takes a sack. Like, I have not seen that. It's either, like, he's been pretty decisive whether or not he's just going to take off running. It was real. It was just real weird on Saturday. He ran scared. It was, it was yeah. weird. So he was the guy the first couple games when he started was like, you know, I'm going to run physical. Like he had the comment to Eric Crouch, like Eric Crouch is like, hey, you might want to slide. He's like, I never saw you do that. You know, right, like, right. yeah. So he went from that to Saturday where he was like running scared. Like, I don't know if it was scared, if he's dinged up, whatever it was. He was not running at that extra gear that he had that fast. I see a hole. I go. I He was thinking. Well, he did, he did take an ass whooping last weekend. I agree, yeah. and I mean that can get into your head. I agree. Sure. I'm not. Sure. I'm not denying that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think for Heinrich Harburg to be successful at quarterback right now at Nebraska, he needs to be playing that physical style runner type quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's that's what he is. He is that guy. Yeah, he is not a natural passing quarterback. He needs to be that guy that. The defense is going to fear like, oh, he's going to lower his shoulder. That's going he's to going to run right through me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He needs to be that guy. And part of he wasn't part so, of part of what like I think has worked at least for the passing offense is that you kind of send him out. That's what like the belly G option and all that other stuff like that that has that has created some things um, for multiple reasons. But I think Heinrich would would really benefit with just like not having to stand inside the pocket and sending him out a little bit because then that gives him an option, right? It gives him some time. He can look. If not, just take off running, get yourself some four yards, and Heinrich call it a day. You make so, your first read. If it's not there, run. You run yeah. or you throw it to Kyle Byers <laughs> yeah. and Mike Delaware in row 97 and hit him in the 72, 72 and not hit him four. in the head, yeah. hit him in the face. Part of this discussion has to deal with Satterfield and his play calling. I agree. As long as you don't ask Heinrich Harburg to drop back 35 times, yep. yeah. do him some favors. Get him, like you said, Kyle, get him out of the pocket, get him roll bootlegs. Help him out. Mm-hmm. He's not a good quarterback. Your backups, I'm not saying they're worse, but they're probably worse. So Do him favors. I, I think the reason, again, we've all agreed that Harburg is likely starting this week. Kyle brings up five and two. Mike, you bring up the fact that he is a natural runner, and for a lot of this, he has been you know, putting his body on the line. And it comes down to something that, and some people might dislike me for saying, Jeff Sims could win games. But I think one thing he couldn't do that Heinrich Harburg has is win the locker room. I think yeah. that team is with him. And I think it's tough to pull a guy like that, that the team is behind, that is willing to go out because he's going to fight for them. They're willing to fight for him. It's tough to pull a guy like that out of that position. I disagree, though, because Jeff Sims is the single-digit guy, and he got pulled. I mean, the, at the end of the day, this team wants to do something they haven't done since 2016. They want to win a bowl game, or they want to go to a bowl game. Not win a bowl game, just go to a bowl game. And... If the quarterback is the detriment to the team, you have to shake things up. That's my opinion. I am totally wrong because Matt Roll today told me I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. I'm just going to have my opinion. That's why we do this. KB, I think there was a comment in the chat. Yeah, and this is pretty, <laughs> this is pretty obvious. Um, but Hodge Williams says, I think they messed up letting Thompson go. I would... 
people forget Thompson had he also, a serious sold shoulder injury and was not practicing. And then he tore his ACL and he's out for the year. He's not playing. Well, right I know, now. but well, yeah. can't, you can't say that. You can't do that whole thing. And also, he, he tore his ACL when he was gone. I, yeah. It's a different discussion. But it's just so easy to, oh, should have kept Casey. Well, look, he wasn't practicing. And what we were sold on was that, hey, Sims is this, Sims is that. I can fix him, even though he's broken. I can fix him. But it's just easy to go back to the Casey Thompson thing and say, oh, we should have kept him. Well, hindsight. Eh. And so here's the other thing. Like, I know Casey Thompson did make his statements on social media saying he did not want to leave Nebraska. Casey Thompson also wanted to be in a position where he was going to start. Yeah. And that, I mean, again, at that time. Was not the case. It wasn't the case. Um, so, yeah, hindsight is twenty twenty, or I get that, but, like, it, it just wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Patrick also said Oregon State is a better example of the type of offense we want to be. I would agree with that. I mean, if you, but they have a former five-star quarterback slinging the ball. I mean, it's just night and day compared and, to what we have here well, at dude, Nebraska. And again, with what's his name? Patrick. Patrick, uh, from what I hear, Oregon State's offensive line is very good. So it helps. We got to get Grant Bricks and we need Sledge and all these guys to, to really develop and be good for us in order for us to have an offense like that. Yeah. yeah, it's not, you know, and look, this quarterback discussion, it's taken up a lot of time um, and deservedly so, um, but God, there's, there's no way, there's no, it's just a shitty situation. I mean, but and, it what, sucks. What Matt Rule's comments today, let me ask you guys this, of him saying he is grooming Harburg for the future. Mm. Do you buy that? <laughs> I, I think he is grooming him for the future. Okay. I do, but not okay. maybe not to be a starter. Maybe to develop him to be a very, very good second stringer. I, I think you'd be crazy to not think that this team is looking towards the portal this next season to go and what, get somebody that fills that spot. What's the average amount of quarterbacks that you usually have on a roster, just like around the country? Well, in, in college, I mean, like it's, what's it's normal? Three it's, to four. Yeah, I say three to four. I mean, it's, it's different. Some teams carry more walk-ons and whatnot. So, so my question is, you don't have a quarterback in the building that's going to leave because they're graduating. No. So, well, I, I bet Jeff Sims is going to be forced to graduate. Well, okay, hold on now. Because mm, I don't foresee Matt Rule saying, hey, man, we really need you. We want you to come play at Nebraska. You play two games. You get benched. You get injured and then benched. Uh, and then at the end of the year, you're like, hey, didn't work out, dude. Sorry. See you later. Uh, I don't see it. I, do. I, I don't see it. I do. I kind of agree with Kyle on that point. So, so it, 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 are you looking to have five quarterbacks in the building? So there is a clause that Matt Rule has not used yet. So Matt Rule, so when you become a new head coach at a university, you have a clause where you can take guys off of their football scholarship and they still get an academic scholarship, but they, they give, it gives them the opportunity to play football elsewhere. Mm. Um. Or move on. Or quit football altogether. I don't so, see that conversation happening. I, I just think if I'm Jeff Sims and I'm a competitor and I know, like, it's not going to be here at Nebraska, if I bet on myself, even if it's at a lower level, I'm going to graduate. I'm sure he's expediting his education right now as we speak to go play elsewhere, like at Toledo or a Tulsa or something, something small where Jeff Sims can make mistakes on Maction-type guys and be fine. <laughs> when, when I heard Matt Rule say he's... Coaching Heinrich Harburg for the future. The first thing that ran through my head was, 
if Heinrich Harburg is your starter next year, okay. Matt Rule wants to get fired. That's all I'll say about that. Wow. I... I don't know that I'd say wants to get fired. I would uh, say it's you, a mistake. If Heinrich Harburg yeah. is Nebraska's starting quarterback next year, Matt Rule low-key wants to get fired. And I, I think... <laughs> Sorry. Like, I, I think... You, you can't have him here starter next year. I, I he think sucks! We're on the same side here saying that, like... It's so hard. We, we appreciate Heinrich Harburg Listen, and how he's playing. He's a tough son of a bitch. I will yes. give him that, man. He's a tough son of a bitch. Again, I'd like to have him as a second stringer. Why? The man can run I, through a brick wall. Okay, cool. I'd like to move as a tight end or tight something. End. Uh, yeah, Taysom Hill, Wildcat quarterback. Sure. No, not like why? I don't want to ever see him play quarterback at the University of Nebraska again after this year. I really don't. I never want to see him unless for some reason he goes to the Manning camp. <laughs> if you gave, <laughs> if you gave Heinrich Harburg some truth serum, he would say, "I am not a quarterback. I am not a quarterback." <laughs> and it sucks because he's a Nebraska kid. We, we're rooting for him. We love him. We do. We are rooting for him. He is right now. That doesn't mean he's a good quarterback. Although I would disagree with this, but <laughs> he's probably still our best chance to win football games. With yes. that being said, I still like the alternative. Maybe a Chubba could light a spark. 2023. Perfect quarterback for 2023. Yeah. But not moving forward. Yeah, I don't want to Patrick says quit overreacting. No, but, what, Patrick, what? what am I overreacting about? Go on, King. <laughs> Tell me, King. <laughs> If Heinrich Harburg is your starter next year, Patrick, you tell me, brother. What's going to happen? <laughs> well, they'll go worse than five and seven, probably. That schedule's well, a lot harder next year. Just throwing it out there. We're not playing. We're right. making a bowl game. We're not playing five of the worst offenses in the country next year. I nah. promise you the offenses will be a lot better next year. And the defense yeah. is not going to perform as well as they have this year. They just haven't. They're going to. They will take it. Well, look. Can we can we talk about the defense? Yeah, let's yes. take a let's, quick break. I got to. Oh, okay, okay, okay yeah. we're gonna take a quick break. Top off our beers, and we'll be right back. All right. Sweet. Is your garage a mess? Don't stress. With cold weather right around the corner, don't let the excuse of an overcrowded garage keep you from parking in the garage this winter. Nebraska Garage Solutions offers affordable storage solutions that fit your storage needs. The owner Rob will work with every customer to ensure that we are meeting your expectations from start to finish. Nebraska Garage Solutions specializes in metal overhead storage, complete slat wall systems, custom build wood storage, and affordable badass garage cabinets to guarantee to make your neighbors jealous. Get your garage ready for the next Husker game and mention the code NOBLOCKNORock to receive $25 off one 4x8 overhead metal storage rack. These industrial racks are adjustable from 24 to 48 inches and can hold up to 600 pounds. They provide an affordable storage solution that can get that clutter off the garage floor. Reach out to Rob today for a free consultation or shoot him a text at 402-987-8180 or check out their website, NebraskaGarageSolutions.com. Did you know one in three young people will grow up without a mentor? Founded in 1991 by Dr. Tom and Nancy Osborne, the Teammates Mentoring Program's mission is to positively impact the world by inspiring students to reach their full potential through mentoring. Mentors and mentees meet in school during the day for about 30 minutes once a week to play board games, work on crafts, or just talk. Any kid as young as third grade all the way through college can be in teammates. You don't have to be an expert to mentor a student. You just have to be there. 94% of mentees say they're proud to be in teammates, and 91% of mentors say they leave their mentoring time in a better mood than when they arrived. 
Go to teammates.org to become a mentor today. How would you say your mental focus is? Oh, it's focused. <laughs> I say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Cash rules everything around me. Green, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, yo. Uh, we have the saying, no block, no rock. Thanks, President Biden and Troy Walters. Hey, shout out Troy Walters. Shout out to him. Someday that motherfucker will come on this podcast. He will. He yep. will. I have faith. Okay, guys, we were talking about the offense and uh, the quarterback situation and how it is just <laughs> something. <laughs> it's something. something. It's something. Um, you know, just minor observations on the offense. You know, uh, Kyle Byers, you pointed out, Fedoni got worked on a screen pass. Couldn't, yeah. couldn't hold a block. Bullock dropped that, like, actually good. Like, it looked like an NFL-type throw, though, like the one that Harburg made all day. A back shoulder. Like, hit, it, like he, hit him in the face. Yeah, no, he hit. <laughs> he threw the ball before the guy was out of his route. He turned, the ball was there, and Alec Bullock just didn't catch it. So, yeah. Um, Walk-ons. You know, Malachi, I think. Uh, played well. Listen, Malachi played well. He was yep. getting... He was getting held by his defender that was defending him. And uh, Matt Rule talked about how good he's been at blocking. So, yeah, we have to give him a shout out for that. Yeah. I, yep. Again, I said before the episode, that was one of my notes from the game was Malachi continues to impress me. Mm-hmm. For, Even for, when he's not catching. For his age and the, like, the experience that he's got so far, like he impresses me. He's going to be a special player. I really do. I mean, yeah. yeah, local kid, loves the staff, loves the university. You know, says and does all the right things, and gosh, just every week he's making another step, dude. That freaking catch that he had, oh yeah, where he caught it in the middle of the field. I thought he was gonna break that. I did too. Yeah, mm-hmm. God. But you could see, you could just see that burst and that speed, and like how defenders are scared of him because mm-hmm. they're freaking holding him. Yeah, they all don't want, game. They don't, they're writing him. They don't want him to get. They know he's gonna be special behind the defense because he's gonna do damage. So. And, like, I think it's it's a lot to say, like, okay, Malachi, it's kind of on you because Alex Bullock's dropping passes and Fedoni's kind of hot and cold. Hey, Malachi, go out there. Let's go. Um, but, yeah, I think in the offensive line, you know, I don't think they were terrible. I think your quarterback can make your O-line look good. I think it uh, goes both ways. And I don't think... Harburg really helped in that matter. Hell no. So, but that's not to say the O-line played well. I no. Don't, it, it's just not great off, offensive line-wise. Um, yeah. I think they abandoned the run too fast. I think that was traditional run game. Like, what sealed the game last week? It was that little inside zone concept with Emmett Johnson and Matt Rolls. Like, I wish we'd got to that sooner. I wish you would have done that all game. The running back mistake. rotation makes zero sense. Zero sense. Nobody knows what the f- is going on. I don't know if it's Today, a Barth. I don't know if it's Satterfield, Barthel, or Rule. I don't know who's making the call on the rowback rotation, running back rotations. It doesn't make any sense. Figure it the fuck out because it's you hear really annoying. Did you hear what Rule said today about it? What'd he say? He's like, Emmett Johnson's our third down back. Well, what? Dude. Oh, a week ago, you said he was running back one in Nebraska. Like, what? Like, yeah, he, he said, yeah. Emma Johnson, pick your shoulders up. You're the starting quarterback at Nebraska. A running back. Running back, yeah. You're the, we know you, what you might mean. as well be the starting quarterback. <laughs> uh, you're the starting running back at Nebraska. Pick your shoulders up. And who is starting? Who starts? Anthony Grant starts. Why? I don't know. Maybe this is too big of a deal I'm making out of this. Just nobody knows. It's just a mystery to me. I mean, yeah, I'm... I understand why you're like frustrated though, because 
Who's the starting running back at Wisconsin? Braylon well, Allen. Braylon Allen. Yeah, You've yeah. got a guy. You know. You know for a fact who's going to be starting at running back at Wisconsin. Yeah. That's what drives me nuts. Is like you see some glimpses from this guy. He's not RB1. You see some glimpses from this guy. He's not RB1. Who is? Well, and it's just like every game, a guy will make a good run. I think Emmett made a good run in that game. And then immediately, on the sideline. Why? Why? I don't know. I don't. Does he have the worst cardio of all freaking time? Like, I just don't understand. I don't. I don't know. know. Um, Anything else you guys want to add to offense? I think I... Yeah, no, I I'll, think we've covered that. I'll say this. I don't think I noticed the offensive line playing poorly. So that tells you hey, something decent. They, I they I didn't, didn't play good. <laughs> at, well, I mean, at no point in the game was I like, oh my God, the offensive line. And oh, like that was something that we talked about all last, all last year was every if you week. notice them every week, mm-hmm. that's a problem. I really, yeah. I was not, I was not paying attention to the offensive line a whole lot. I think there was a whole lot of things outside of that, that I was like, play damn. Calling. To quarterback play. Piggyback very quickly on that. I think it was two, maybe three weeks ago that I talked about just how undisciplined that line was. No false starts, no penalties at all in that game. Zero. I'm happy. Like yeah. that's yeah. you know, I'd like to see some better blocking, obviously, but like that's a that's a start. Yeah. They were a liability in the red zone all year. Not this week. Okay. Well, now, yeah, you had to get to the red zone. <laughs> that is a good point. <laughs> but yeah, that is a good point. Yeah, when your offense doesn't do that, and your pu- can we get into the punter really quick? Let's get into do special it. teams. Do it! Holy shit! Go, Boo Sheeny, Boo! Uh, he was the worst I, I've ever seen him, and I'm already I'm like not a huge like Boo, Boom Sheeny guy. Like I'm always like, okay, he doesn't do it. Like he's not Tory Taylor out there. He's not. There's not a lot of. There, there is not. No. But but like he's, you think that he'd be steady Eddie? I think we said it in the pregame. Was like, yeah, he'll be steady Eddie. You know, and get his forty some net average, whatever. Nope. The dude had two punts under thirty yards. <laughs> it was awful, <sighs> awful. I don't understand why he cannot punt on the road. But Jesus, man, it is, it is bad. It's bad. It's bad. And look, uh, the weather. Was Don't not care. a factor. Not at all. It wasn't a, like, it it'd be beautiful. one thing if it was <laughs> tornado. Woo! Nope. Nothing. The weather was perfect. No excuses for that performance. Boo. We needed you. We needed you, Bushini. We needed you. Especially since. You going to go to punting? Returns? Punt returns. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> you asked Billy Kent. Michigan State knows he's not returning it. Whoever was Tim Brando on, on the on the call, he knew that he wasn't going to return any punts. When your opponent knows you're not going to return punts, you're going to hang it up there, and uh, hey, he's going to catch it on the five yard line for some freaking reason because he's back there to fair catch. So he's going to he's going to fair catch everything. Ridiculous. This guy Billy Kemp. One of the reasons why he is here is to return punts. He had done it for a very long time at Virginia. You would think he would know not to catch it on the five-yard line. Inside the 10. He's been doing it for so... I mean, and just the five makes it that much worse. Yes. So You would think he would know. Is it not just a standard rule for a punt? You put your heels on the 10-yard line. 100%. And if that ball is going to go past you, don't touch it. Yes. Don't even touch it. I like, think the average is like after... The average on punts, like landing, they... On average, they roll like nine, 10 yards on average. On every single punt that you'll see around the country, the average is like nine to 10 yards roll afterwards. 
that's why you don't go past your 10 yard line. Dude. Like it's like if, a standard thing. If they get you, they get you. If they get you, they get you. If you let it bounce and they down it, if, if the, if you let it bounce on your five and they down it at the one, that's them game. just making a play. That's, that's an not anomaly. You have to force them to make that play. You are self-imposing field position on the oh. five yard line. Right. Ethan Nation, true freshman, finally gets back there with two minutes left in the fourth quarter. For one, where the was he the rest of the game? And for two, I feel like that's a pretty stress-packed situation to put your true freshman in. Yeah. Now, you could say I'm throwing him in the fire to prepare him for... Blah, blah, blah. Dude, I'm trying to win a fucking game here. Yeah. You don't put a true freshman back there with two minutes left and ask him, hey, Billy Kemp... He's been fair catching it, so I need you to actually return it this time. Not fair. Not fair. No. Well, and they he's asked never Ru- done it before. They asked Rule. He's like, "Hey, are you gonna like with him being the punt returner? Are you gonna play him? Because he's at his four games now. Ethan Nation is. So it's like, are you gonna play him now? Do you think they should play Ethan Nation? Burn a year of eligibility for him to fair catch punts? No. Why? Why? I mean, no. Matt Rule today during his presser admitted that yeah, they made a mistake with the. Punt return team. I that should have given so Ethan Nation. Like, uh, it was just dumb. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and say, Matt Rule sucks, but it's just like one of those things. Like, <laughs> I haven't played a down of meaningful football in that my had fucking life. How can I see this? But you guys who get paid millions of dollars, you don't see this? What? Why am I? I'm an idiot. Yeah. Yes, people, you could say it. Yes. But even I know this. I don't know. Okay. It's frustrating. Anything else about special teams? Tristan Ovano, hey, buddy. Wish you would have gotten a chance at the end, but... Yeah. Okay, now defense. Defense. Didn't, didn't play as well as they have in the past. That first drive really stood out because you got busted for a couple... Couple good, good gain yards there yeah. by Sporty. Um, Alante it's like, Brown. Yeah, Alante Brown revenge game. <laughs> revenge game as if like he didn't yeah. have every opportunity if, <laughs> in the world at no. Nebraska and Matt Rule wanted him to stay god gosh he throws the fucking he throws play, the pass whatever god uh, defense didn't play bad it's just in this game where you need your defense to play over their heads for the rest of the year they just didn't go out there and create any turnovers do any splash plays anything like that unfortunate in Michigan State's offense sucks so it makes me a little worried about Maryland going forward because Maryland's yep. offense is pretty legit passing-wise. And the, the passing 10. defense on Nebraska is not great. So That is actually right where I was going was the fact that Maryland can throw the ball and our secondary looks not good. And Hartzog. Our secondary looks not good. I don't, I don't know. know if Hartzog's going to play. I, don't I know. will say, uh, that, is it that first big play down the right seam that Gifford just... It wasn't like a the biggest mess up in the world, but like Gifford just blew it, uh, and it was yeah. just wide open for like 30, 40 yards. Well, yeah, that was that, like eyes caught in the backfield. Yeah. We'll talk about that today. Was like, hey, you know, like I'm not mad about that. It's just that we told them this could happen if you if you if you are not executing and doing your job, this could happen, and then it did. It happened. Yeah, yeah. I would say though, the secondary didn't play that bad. But when you're not getting any pressure on the quarterback. Yeah, defensive line did not get that, that's a lot the, of push. That's where it, the, the issues come because I think our corners are good. Like, Quentin Newsom, he's still been 
the one fake touchdown they had, I mean, he's been balling out all year. I, I'm not going to shit on them after one performance against Michigan State where they got chunk plays on a razzle-dazzle trick play, and then they got gifted a touchdown that wasn't a touchdown. I mean, there was chunk plays, and they were getting, they were taking what we gave them. But a lot of that is first and second level, too. It's not just the DBs. Well, the thing that just kind of, like, concerned me a little bit was like Colorado put up some pretty big numbers on offense, running like a spread, just air the ball out. And then you go to Michigan State, and these guys are hitting you for 30, 40-yard passes. And I'm like, uh... Baby, we'll talk, we'll talk about We'll talk about uh, Maryland here in a bit, but there is reason for concern as far as I'm concerned, just in my mind. Right. Colorado, Colorado, like that second half by them, they were just airing it out. And it was just chunk play after chunk play after chunk play. It's kind of uh, freaking me out just a little bit. But we can keep talking about the rest of the defense. My my question is, you bring up Colorado and you talk about this Michigan State game. Is it the fact that does our secondary just not have enough speed? Are we just reading routes poorly? No, I just think... What what is happening? I I really think that this defense is... They're in their prime when you're going up against a Minnesota or a Northwestern or... Low powered offenses. Yeah, just people that just want to just try to th- ram it down your throat. Yeah. Like they're they're going they're going to stop the run against just about anybody. That's why I'm excited for like Iowa and, and uh, yeah. Look, Maryland doesn't run the ball. They don't. They run don't the ball. even try right to run the ball. They don't care about running the ball. They probably will though. They'll try. Oh yeah, they might. But every team that's like they're really bad at something, they'll try against but, Nebraska. And they but, but would you want to try that against a top ten rush defense? Would you want to try that? Yeah. I mean, you know that our, our pass defense is not that great. If I'm Maryland and I'm already built to pass the ball all game, why wouldn't I just do that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So, but, uh, yeah, I guess that came back. Like, my root of the question is, like, what is it about our pass D that – what are we missing? Yeah. I don't know. I do – I just – I do think as well, like, the, the bane of our existence is the non-complimentary football. You're – Dealing out terrible field position. You've got no sustained drives, and it's just defense, 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 defense. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're Alabama. If you are going out there and you have to play the majority of the game, you're going to get worn down, and you're going to give up big plays. You're going to get fatigued, and you're going to get performances like what you've got from Michigan State. But we, we did win time of possession on that game. Yeah. Yes, and that is my... My uh, honey pot is the time of possession. Yeah. However, just imagine what the t- time of possession would have been if he didn't turn the ball over fucking... Three times, almost four. That's what I'm saying. I, I would be curious to see, like, I don't know, like, you've got the, your time of possession, right? But I would be curious to see, like, at what point was it three quarters of the game where Nebraska's defense is spending the majority on the field. And then you had one quarter that was like, yeah, Nebraska's offense was on the field a lot because you've got three turnovers. So at some point there had to have been consecutive drives where you're like, sure. you know, the defense is out there for a long time. Yeah. When you're gassing down your defense, it makes it harder for them to play. I get that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know about that. Okay. Uh, it's just, this is, again, we want to reiterate that it's not like the defense played bad. They give no. up, they give up, 20 points. points. Seven of them were not a fucking touchdown catch. Yeah. Yeah. But 
Well, and it just it's just when your defense doesn't go out there and create turnovers and they don't do any splash plays, it just really stands out in a game like this where your offense is especially inept. Uh, yeah. And your special teams is not great. I, it's I, not it, very good. It says something to the caliber of this Nebraska defense that, again, they played all right. Um, but we're still sitting here talking about, like, it, it's not what we expected. I think that speaks to the caliber of that defense. It's frustrating, but, you know, you can take a look at the season right now for the most part and say, that's a very, very solid defense. Out yeah. There. I, I think that the defense, when they were called upon and they needed to make plays, they did. So I don't want to like, I'm not shitting on the defense. They no. they got us the ball back. They did. Mm-hmm. They gave us two they opportunities did. to go and win the game. Two in that game. Yeah. And we did not do it. The offense did not do it. So we could say all we want about the defense. The offense continues to put them in the worst of spots by giving the other team the ball. And 30-yard punts. Yes. And- so we are, we're poking at the littlest thing with the defense because yeah. they, they have played, especially the last... The last three weeks have played just so well. Mm-hmm. And just, maybe and maybe this will just kind of wrap up the defensive discussion is like the overall um the overall way that this team came out on Saturday. Flat. Flat, lackadaisical. There was no edge. Um, I don't know if it was because, hey, this is our best chance to get to that sixth win to make us bowl eligible, and it kind of got to him a little bit. And they felt that pressure, um, you know, and Matt Rule touched on that today. He said, uh, hey, guys, it's November and going forward, I want the, these games need to matter going forward. Mm-hmm. OK, like been the past, these November games, what have you been playing for? Right. Nothing. <laughs> and now that you're finally playing for something, yeah, you might feel a little bit of pressure, but that's what you get when you come to a program like Nebraska, usually a blue blood, you're supposed to feel that pressure. That's why you come here is to play in meaningful games, is to hopefully play in a conference title game. When games mean something, you feel that pressure. And so, hey, in year one, this is what it feels like, guys. You ready? Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe not this past Saturday, they, pro- they probably weren't ready. But guess what? Against Maryland, here's another chance to make a bowl game. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with it? You're at home. You're not in East Lansing where there's 30,000 fans who don't give a shit, who, you know, on the video board, they put Hitler up. One time. (laughs) You know? Like, this is different. You don't need to really make your own juice. We're bringing the juice for you guys, and the weather's supposed to be really nice, which I don't know if that's a negative, considering (laughs) Maryland. Yeah. You kind of want the weather to be shitty. But, no, this is your chance. Yeah. Bring your own juice. Yeah, you've got the... How are you going to respond? Yeah, you've got the the pressure of the bowl game. You've got your first... 11 a.m. kickoff. You've got an away game. I mean, stuff like that does add up. It does. So, so I have a weird question for you guys. Uh-oh. Over the last, I mean, the, the biggest ones have been over the last three or four weeks. You know, Matt Rule's speeches, the videos come out, um, and they're fantastic speeches. And Cancer I, sucks. Matt Rule genuinely does care for his team, cares about their families and, you know, what they can do outside of football. Mm. But at a certain point, does it feel like we might be doing too much for the cameras? Like, no, I, no. I, I feel Matt Rule like, doesn't want. So the that, thing is, is but, like they don't want to do that. They're like the Husker Vision. They approached it about. No, I it. know. I, I'm not saying this is Matt Rule saying we're gonna do this. This is not you know the Dion argument where Dion only wants to be around the camera. Any of that, but at a certain point, I feel like that can sort of become a distraction. 
you know, when Matt is just trying to talk to his coach rules, trying to talk to his team, um, and they've got these cameras in their faces and all this around them. When they like, I want you focused on the game, and that's that's my biggest question: is like, this, are we doing too much? I think this I w- brings me to just like the overall. If you come to play for Nebraska, this is what you get. Okay, yes. this place gives a shit, and any place that gives a shit, we can run down the list: Nebraska, Texas, Bama, Georgia, Tennessee cares. Even you know Penn State. Like you could just run down the list. You come to these places. This is what you get. Michigan you get cares pressure. enough to cheat. You yeah. get, you know, Michigan. Like, this is what you get. And if you're not ready f- to play for a program like this, then go play for a swack. Go play for um, Georgia State. Go play for a MAC team. Like, this is what you get when you come to Nebraska. Yeah, and Matt That's Rule, a argument. and you know, and Matt Rule. Uh, I'm assuming he he looks through all these videos and he approves. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, and I'm very curious to know what this uh, GBR rewind looks like after a loss. Like, what does it look like? What does the speech look like? Do they not release one now? Right. Yeah. Well, that would that would be odd. I think you have to. You have to, right? They will. So, yeah. But it, yeah, it'll be interesting. The editing. I mean, Kyle's the video guy over here, but like, yeah, the video editing that'll go into this one because we did come out flat. We did get outplayed. I mean, yes, the refs were bad. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to do hit that again, but like they were bad. But the video team is going to have uh, are going to have some work for them. Well, Matt, Matt Rule has said he's like, yeah, there's been a couple times where I'm like, eh, man, we we're not going to put that out. Yeah, keep that. Yeah. out. Yeah. Yes. Well, and so I hope when this GBR rewind comes out that it shows the frustration. I hope this team is frustrated. You should be. You did have bad calls. That happens. Welcome to football. Yes. But you got beat. I hope you're frustrated. Yeah. I hope you come out mad against Maryland. You 100%. should be. Snosberry like, said the game's on TV, so the camera shouldn't be an issue, right? Yeah, you go to the NFL, you go college football, really everywhere, anywhere, dude. anywhere. Those cameras are going to be around. You're going to have a, a video team, a media team. You're going to have – that's the shit you deal with. Listen, the hockey players at UNO, I go and I, f- I film those guys. I've got my camera in their face yeah. in the tunnel walking out of the locker room. We do post-games interviews. The women's soccer team at UNO do the same thing. Doesn't matter what level, those people, every university is going to have a media team. It doesn't matter where you go. That's what you're going to get. Even so, at the high fair. school level, though. That thing yeah. was like, these guys should be used to it. I understand the guys that come from C2 Nebraska football, but even that. Listen, Herd at Sports is covering big game Friday. Yes. All the high school football games every Friday night. We are there with our cameras. Our, we're taking photos. We're taking videos. We're doing interviews. Does not matter. If there is an audience, there is a media team there to cover it and yes. give the people what they want. I'm not talking necessarily about Nebraska, but you know, like these guys come from all around the country. Yeah. And a lot of these guys played significant schools. Like they, they played big time high school football. Mm-hmm. You should be used to this. Yeah. And you know what you sign up for. And if you don't like it, like Jared said, there is a Mac team that is waiting for you. They would love to. They would love to have you there. And then guess what? You get spotlighted on a Tuesday and Wednesday night, and I love watching you. I do too. I, I would love to just sit there and be like, oh, that guy played in Nebraska. I don't care. Hey, midweek yeah. matching rules. Dude, I love it. Yeah. I love it. So yeah. there's a place for people that don't want the spotlight. But you're in Nebraska. You better enjoy it and get used to it. So. Yeah. You're you're given a lot of amenities coming here. You get a lot of shit. This is some of the stuff you put up with. It's like a lack of privacy sometimes. Yeah. Is what you're it in is. a fishbowl, baby. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Now Maryland. Yeah. Maryland. Maryland comes in. 
Off of a uh, 51 to 15 loss to Penn State. Oof. Penn State. They're good. Uh, they allowed negative 49 sack adjusted rush yards. Oh my God. Maryland. Negative 49. So again, I will we'll see about the whole rushing thing. Well, and Penn State, to be fair, if I remember correctly, is the number one rush defense in the country right now. Is that correct? Who? No, I think uh, Penn State. I believe is the number oh, one Penn rush State. defense in the country. I think Scout U is number one rush or r- number one defense in general. I don't know about rush defense. I don't know. I don't know. But again, Scout it's it's yeah. not th- it's not the fact that they stopped the run necessarily. It's the six sacks that really helped. Um, I think Penn State. I mean, they provided the formula. You got to get pressure on Baby Tua. You know what? They're going to have skill players. They have like three pretty good wide receivers. And you see what Michigan State did this past weekend. Maryland's players are better. So there's that. <laughs> I'm a little scared. Um, but you got to contain those guys. Hopefully get pressure on Baby Tua. Um, you know that Maryland, defensively, is going to not blitz Harburg. They're going to sit back, force him to throw into tight windows, just like every other team. I think Michigan State blitzed once. And they got pressure with three and four guys. That sucks. So <laughs> that sucks. I didn't. I didn't even know that. That that sucks. So again, Maryland, you got to figure. You still got a service academy at quarterback. Uh, service academy quarterback uh, Heinrich Carberg back there. So don't put any pressure on him. Force him to make throws. So <sighs> I, I don't know. I don't know much about Maryland. I just know they're like boom, boom, up, down, up, down. They don't 100%. even know who they are, dude. No. So, this is, again, going back to like what this Maryland offense is going to look like. I, I did just look at Penn State is the number one rush defense in the country right now. Nebraska is number three. I cannot imagine that they're going to mess around trying to run the ball two weeks in a row against two top three rush defenses. They're going to air this thing out. Michigan State, like you said, showed that you can pass the ball in this defense. You can. Like, I, I can't imagine that's not going to be the case. There's a huge importance to this game for both teams. They're both five and four. You win this game. Either team wins this game. They are bowl eligible. So it's not just Nebraska that's fighting for six right now. Maryland is the, they're in the same freaking boat. They've lost games where they think they should have won. Yeah. They are the same team, but they have a quarterback. They don't have a defense, but they got a quarterback. It's going to come down to one question. Who wants it more? That's going to come down to one question. Turnovers. Mm -hmm. How many times are we going to give that offense the ball? We got to... How many think, can we take it away? We don't do that. Not not typically. Yeah. You got you to think that Nebraska will have at least two turnovers. Minimum. <laughs> at, yeah. at least two turnovers. Yep. So but if stats have anything to say about it, you also have to imagine we have at least three sacks. Well, I would rather not turn the ball over. Yeah, I agree. Can't do that. You got to stop doing that. It's no, not. I agree. It's good. It's actually not good, guys, to yeah. give the ball to the other team. What? I know. Is that what we're doing? It's not good. Even when it's third down and long and you miss a wide open receiver to throw it to the other team. Like, even then, like, oh, that was like a punt. It's still not good. Well, dude, (laughs) he was wide open. Yes. Okay, I I do. Uh Uh-oh. I don't know what kind of miscommunication happened down there. I don't understand that He thought he, I don't, Heinrich thought one thing and and he was like. There's a, there comes to a point though when there's not like, I thought this, this, and this. When there is nobody 10 yards to your left, 10, 10 yards to your right, and the only defender left on the play 
is 10 yards past that <laughs> receiver and you throw it to him, that's on the quarterback. Well, Bruh, well he, yeah, I don't know. If he threw it to the, to the sideline, there was nobody. If Touch he threw rights. it to the right, there was a guy waiting. So he had one choice and it looked like hey, he was going right. So he just, I don't know. Who, who, had, the, throw. who had the better fair catch? Billy Kemp or the Michigan State defender? <laughs> the Michigan yeah. State defender, he's for like, sure. Well, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and he's even, like, heels at the 10? Oh, no, don't have to worry about that. Oh, God. <laughs> even the call on the plate was like, I don't know where Heinrich's eyes were. Like, yeah. oh, my Lord. Yeah, so I think sometimes he forgets that there are safeties. We do have a question in the chat from Kyle. He said, a question for you guys. When was the last time the Huskers had a true quarterback? Who do you guys think it was? Well, I mean, do you consider... T Magic, a true quarterback. I mean, the dude won a lot of games. He's a Nebraska Football Hall of Famer. I mean, he completed more than fifty percent of his passes. Like, he's a better quarterback than people remember. Yeah, I know that they remember the shot Some, put. There was a comment in here earlier that where they shit on Taylor. Don't shit like, on Taylor. Stop shit no, on. Taylor. Where was it at? Um, Taylor's a winner. Uh, Nate, Nate shit on Taylor. Nate's Nate's a good listener. So Nate, hey. but he did say you know take him to the Academy of Bad Passing. Taylor had a very terrible throwing motion, terrible yeah. shot put like. But like I get it. But you know what that guy did? He was a fucking winner. And yeah. there is not a quarterback that was faster than Taylor Martinez. I'm just telling you that guy big, was Big 10 offensive player of the year. Yes, that guy. Come on. Like Harburg, if you want to take notes on like running the football, learn from that little guy. And he wasn't a big guy and he just he was <laughs> fragile Speedster. Though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would take true lessons. quarterback though. I would say the dude would, would go Tommy upright. Armstrong. Tommy Armstrong for I sure. would say Tommy Armstrong. The last one, the last one. Yeah. Well, look, Casey Thompson was the stereotypical like I know every play, I know exactly where the defense is, what the defense is doing. He's a quarterback. Say what you will, loser. Say what you will. Okay, okay. Mike. Here no. we go. Okay. So, yeah, okay, okay. so how many times have we talked about any competent coach yes, would be able to lead yes, this team? Yes, Let's take her easy now. Okay, but I'm just saying, like, he didn't win at Texas. He didn't win at Nebraska. He didn't win at, where's he at now? Tulsa, where the fuck he ended up? He went to FAU. FAU, yeah. And like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say, like, I think of a quarterback that has everything, that, that just can manage a game and can... Get your team in the position to win football games. Sam Keller. If Casey wanna, Thompson was the only... Casey Thompson and Trey Palmer was the only offense we had last year. That I, was it. Okay, Mike, if you want to say a quarterback that can handle everything, I think sad. it's been 30 years. No, maybe, no since, we've, listen, since Zach, we've had a quarterback that can handle everything. Don't, don't forget Zach Taylor. Yeah. Um, I, Joe I'm going to give Joe a Gans. statement that's sure. going to make Mike even more angry. Uh-oh. I think Adrian Martinez had the potential to be a true quarterback. Well, you used the word potential. Yeah, so, yeah no, so I, that immediately eliminates well, everything you just said. He didn't have anything around him. If to really he had help an adult, the, the question I need was, an adult who was the last quarterback. <laughs> I would say Tommy Armstrong. I say Tommy Armstrong. Yeah, I'm going to stick by that. I think that's fair. And he just won a Arena Bowl championship. Hey. So the guy is still winning. Yeah, but any any quarterback that you choose, not named, damn Scott F. Like you're gonna point out flaws, like oh yeah, but he did, but he didn't. So yeah, anyone that you choose, hey, they're gonna have flaws. Who's also, yours, Jared? we can when, when talking about a quarterback. Sam Keller, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Daly. Okay, can we get back to Maryland? <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah get let's get back on the Maryland, Maryland train. Okay, so Maryland. Um, looking back on my predictions, this was a team. When I said my predictions, I mean at the beginning of the season, I said this was a team that when it comes to November. 
Maryland is going to falter. Now, they kind of faltered before November this year, but they usually typically do not win games in November. The only thing is the weather is going to be pretty nice. Um, they're still hopefully going to be tired because it's a long season. Um, this was a game that I predicted that Nebraska would win. This was going to be one of their games they're supposed to lose but won't games. So, getting into scoring predictions, I will start with Connor Cavillac because you look ready. Scoring prediction on this game is going to be tough. <laughs> yeah. um, I also was not ready to go first. But oh, I thought you were. I, no, I'm, I'm going to rock it anyway. This game, I think, is going to be a lot closer. I don't even know the line on this game yet if it's been announced. Um, they are favored by three. They're favored by three. Yeah. I, I thought I saw one and a half, you, but it might be three now. Okay. Do you have an over-under on this game at all? No, I don't Anybody? care okay. about that stuff. Um, I thought you would have that shit ready. No, I, I haven't looked at it yet. <laughs> um, I'm going to call this a 21-13 game, Skurs. 21-13? Okay, okay. Kyle Byers is thinking really hard. He's looking through. He's looking at their stats. He's looking at their numbers. <laughs> what do you think? Do you have one ready? Yeah, I'm stalling because I don't. Dude, it's so it's so tough because they've posted 38, 38, 42. Oh, like yeah. they these dudes, I'm telling you, 44 yeah. against Indiana. But then they go and they lose to Illinois. They lose to Northwestern. Both teams we beat. Yeah, it's just gonna be, man. I don't know. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Let's say, uh, yeah. Just come back to me. I gotta no, think about no, no, it. No, 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 you don't get it. No, you got to do it, man. Hey, hey, while you think, it's it's gonna well, be it's gonna be something stupid like seventeen to seventeen to like. So you're coming four, up seventeen fourteen Nebraska. Uh, We're doing score I was predictions. You're gonna give me like okay. a score agami here. No, drop your score predictions in the chat if you guys are listening, watching us on YouTube, Facebook. Drop your score predictions in the chat. I can go next because I'm ready. You go. I think Nebraska is going to lose ah! 27 to 20. Damn you. Damn you, Mike. Sorry. It's okay. It's not your fault. Um, Harrison Beck. That's my pick. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> um, <sighs> Kyle did say it was Tommy Frazier, by the way. That's that's how long it's been. No. If it... Um, if it helps Jared and Kyle, because you guys have not made your picks yet, uh, I, have, Maryland, I have a score. Maryland is a 57th ranked overall offense. What, what was Michigan State? Uh, one eleven. Yeah. Eesh. Yeah. Yeah. Eesh. So they're, Eesh. they're almost twice as good. Can I change my score prediction? No. You haven't even said one, did you? Oh, you did. No. I said seventeen fourteen. Nebraska. Actually, let me. Yeah. You just said Nebraska was one. Let and me double check because I want to make him even more sad because I think it might be lower. Uh, no, I said one eleven. Yeah. They are exactly one eleven. Oh, good. Damn it. Merwin says twenty eight twenty four. Nebraska. Nebraska. I'm assuming. Huskers. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it's Merwin. We expect. Yeah, he always picks Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, this one's tough. God, God, Hey, God. go back to what you said at the beginning of the year. What you just, you literally built us up and then you're like, oh, and Connor goes. So. I know. I know. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> but I, I'm going to go against my original prediction. I think Nebraska what? will lose. I think. Nebraska's offense is so fucking bad. And Maryland's offense is going to do work against the pass defense of Nebraska, especially if Hartzog isn't going to be able to play. I'm thinking something like 
30, 30 to 20, Maryland. Shoot, 20 might even be generous. Damn. See, I said 20. I was, I was at 27, 20. 30, 30 to 17. An important stat I overlooked. Oh, Jeez. boy. Yeah. This one scares me a lot. He overlooks these on the cover corner, too. He overlooks these. Oh, no. I, on the cover corner, I don't. Um, but Nebraska's offense, if they want to win this game, is going to have to be pretty rush heavy. I think we all probably agree on that. Yeah. Maryland's rush defense is ranked 26. Good. G- excellent. Good. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. <laughs> we love that. Thir- 30 to 17. 30 to 17. Maryland. We got a couple more in the chat. Uh, we got, like I said, Merwin was 28 24. Kyle is 20 to 17, Nebraska. And Snozberry is 38 24. Husker. Eight? Who's going to score are these points? Snozberry? Come on. Snoz. Hey, Harburg, five rushing touchdowns, one field goal from Alvano. <laughs> oh, boy. 38. Hey, hey, all of those guesses, I pray to God that happens. Yeah. If 38 to 14 hits, I will get a tattoo. Like, I don't, said 38 to 24. 38 24. I don't yeah. care. If we score 38 points or more in this game, I'll get a tattoo. Of? I will put a Nebraska N right over my heart. Wow. Okay. If we score you, 38 or more in this game, I will and win. I will get a Nebraska tattoo right over my heart. Okay, you right. you heard it, Snozberry. Uh well, he'll get a he'll get a tat if you're right. So Oh, this game. Now Connor officially has two tattoo bets for the season. Yeah. yeah. He's got an Iowa bet and, a <laughs> and now a hey, Snozberry bet. You're going to be tatted up, boy. Yeah. That's fine. I believe my team. Sort of. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Bold. Well, no, you're you're actually saying that you don't believe because you're, you're like, getting the tattoo yeah. if they score tw- 38, which is an impossibility. You're saying that you don't believe that they'll get it. No, it, it is why possible. It's just unlikely. All right. No, I mean, right. yeah, I feel, like I'm, right. I feel like I'm on the winning side <laughs> on that one. Hey, yeah. our friend Alex Drake with uh, with uh, Church of the Corn just said, I need a live stream of that tattoo. <laughs> shout out. Shout out, Drake. Hey, Alex, if you, you want to come be there for it, you can sit right next to me. Oh, yeah. You're going to get one, too. Yeah, Alex, you give him the tattoo. Ooh, oh, no, that. I'm not doing that. Ooh, I don't know. That. He's like, I drew really good in the third grade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, what Maryland are we going to get? What Nebraska are we going to get? I think we know what Nebraska will get. I do think, for the most part, if Nebraska can come out with energy. Fire! And fire. Edge. And honestly, I'm, I'm pretty anti this, but maybe they get the ball first and actually have like a good scripted opening drive. I think that would do wonders in this game. Yeah. I'm, I'm very like pro like play defense, defer. But like, I think this offense and this team just needs like a jump start. And if for so, if Sat can just script a drive, and that that former guy, that former head coach Scott, he was so good at scripting the first drive. Yeah, yeah, so freaking good I'll at it. I'll give him that. If if Sat can pull into his bag of tricks, and maybe it's just run middle, run middle, run middle all game. I would love of that. Tricks. Yeah, like if he can just score on the first drive, I I'd feel good good about the game. All I want is a counter to the left, counter to the right, counter to the left, <laughs> counter to the right. That's all I want, all game long. <laughs> uh, uh, Drake said he's in. He says I'm overdue for a new one anyways. There we go. So, you guys, Jeez. if Nebraska scores 38 points, Drake from Church <laughs> of Corn. points and wins. And wins, sorry. Yeah. 
Uh, Church of Corn sure. and uh, No Block No Rock will be getting tattoos uh, to celebrate. Connor. No, all of us. No, that ain't happening. Cowards. Alex, it's a date. Cut the crap. Stop trying to make Heinrich Harburg what he isn't. Turn him loose on the ground and let him be the battering ram he was early in the year. Drake, <laughs> were you not here for our freaking Harburg? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was not. Because the guy is running timid. He is not running like a battering ram anymore. His head hurts. Hey, it's one game. It's you know, one game. It was real, yeah. one really bad game. But it was yeah. bad. Yeah. But Let's, again, again, offensive coordinator Satterfield, do him favors. Yes. Help him out. Play do not, calling. Do not ask him to throw the ball 35 times. If that yeah, happens again, ridiculous. I'm going to walk out of the stadium unless we win. Regardless, I have to walk well, you're out. You're going to walk stadium. out. Okay. Regardless. But <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, guys. So I picked a Maryland win. I picked a Mike, Maryland win. Maryland win. 27 20 Maryland. It's our okay. side against their side. Again. Uh, of course. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's crazy, <laughs> Kyle. Yeah, That's I crazy. I know. It no. never happens. The Horror Brothers over there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Anything else? Um, uh, just one thing. Yeah. We reached 50,000 downloads recently. Uh, we did. checked. We checked it. We, we did check today. And I we were, we were well on pace. Like, I think we were supposed to hit like 50,000 like in December. I think we did a little math action. Uh, but we actually hit it early. And so, hey, anybody Sweet. listening, anybody watching, the support. We do a lot of fun stuff on this podcast. We we put a lot of work into this, so we greatly appreciate we greatly appreciate all the support and everybody yeah, listening yes. and, and tuning in. Absolutely, and like download numbers are weird. One that's fifty thousand <laughs> downloads <laughs> since we got to hurt at sports uh, yeah. because we had downloads prior to getting there, and they don't have our metrics. And two, like I don't know about you guys, but I don't download a lot of podcasts besides the No Block No Rock podcast. Right, so like. Those numbers are a little skewed. Obviously, downloads is a weird metric. So I don't want, I won't say it's 50,000 plays or listens or anything like that, but it is a milestone that I'm so happy that we hit. Yeah. So. That's that's why I wanted to bring this over. After we uh, I think we we are like 52 yeah. x um Kyle brought us a cake to celebrate. And that cake it's not us celebrating. It, it's thanks to you guys. For yeah, real. we got a like, cake. It, it is thanks to you guys that we got those downloads <laughs> and the reason we're getting cake tonight. So thank you guys so much. Yeah. Stuff my face full of gluten-free double chocolate cake. Yeah, boy. Free. What the hell is wrong with you? Dude, he's yeah, Kyle's, you know, Kyle's watching, watching his, his figure. Cutting corners. Cutting yeah. corners somewhere. <laughs> Cheers to that. Double chocolate cake. <laughs> no gluten, though. No gluten, though. So it's healthy. <laughs> IPAs. Whatever that oh, is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, guys. Gosh. Um, one more shout out yeah, yeah. to all of our sponsors Nebraska Garage Solutions, uh, BNB Maids of Omaha. Yep. Um, we got a few more. Yeah. <laughs> I got I to go through on. the list. I would do it, but I forget. Yeah. It's not. Heard at, so heard at Sports heard at Bar sports. for hooking it up with the barbecue yeah. chicken pizza yeah. today. Speaking Dude, of that, that the was, barbecue chicken pizza was fantastic. That's the first time we've had that one, right? That uh, was yeah. incredible. Oh, Rich, yeah. Richie Holiday Lights. If you guys are looking for some holiday lights this season, give Richie a call. That's right. It's November 6th. People are putting their lights up. They're putting their Christmas trees up. Oh, yeah. My wife's already all about that. <laughs> They're so. all Christmas. Yes. Christmas oh, music. I put my tree up on November 1st. Yikes. God. Yeah. You were a you're, pervert. You're but. awesome. <laughs> You listen to Christmas music. We yeah. have merch. We're still running a sale. If you guys want to support the podcast, those 50,000 downloads didn't happen without you guys. If you want to support us and help pay for a bowl trip, well, you know, if we make a bowl game, we're going to be doing a live show, and we would love if you guys could buy some merch to help provide funds for us to go down there. Um, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. There is a promo code. It is Spygate. You can find our merch <laughs> on our website, nbnrpodcast.com. Otherwise, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't really have much. Help us out, guys. Help Make us sure out. Make sure you follow us at NBR Podcast. Yep, we did it at the beginning. Of the That's why I did it at the beginning, so we don't have to do it later. Yeah, yeah we can do them both Ooh. ways. Yeah. Please, yeah, go follow TikTok. Hi, guys. 727 likes. That's not enough. I need more. More! 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 <laughs> All right, guys. What do you say we sign off? Yeah. Let's do it. I'm one of your hosts. Jared Hall. Mike Delaware. Kyle Byers. And Connor Cadillac. As always, beat Maryland! And GBR. We have a saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love Utter. He's a junkyard dog. Hey. Kenny Bell ran up to me. He's like, you know what you just, what you just did? <laughs> you get mad. You went to go get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Hey, <laughs> gone it, Muhammad. GBR. A Heard at Sports Network production.